The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, summertime is here, and it's always a good time to watch what we eat and get outside and exercise. Diet trends come and go, but the keto diet has been a very popular diet these past couple of years. Learn how you can do keto and stay healthy as the weather heats up. Later, we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Katie Chin is an award-winning cookbook author, television chef, blogger, and U.S. ambassador to Women's Entrepreneurship Day. Katie co-hosted the national PBS cooking series, Double Happiness, in conjunction with her mother, and together they wrote Everyday Chinese Cooking. On her own, Katie wrote the book 300 Best Rice Cooker Recipes, and most recently, the award-winning bestsellers Everyday Thai Cooking, and her latest cookbook, Everyday Chinese Cookbook, 101 Delicious Recipes from My Mother's Kitchen. I love it. And we welcome her to the Mother's Market Podcast. Katie, how are you? I'm great, thanks so much for having me. It's great having you here. I can't wait to dig in. So uh, why don't you fill in our audience a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show? Excellent. Well, my mother was a very famous chef and restaurateur. She passed away almost 10 years ago. But she was really a master at demystifying Asian cuisine and making it accessible to the everyday home cook. So I hope to carry her torch and do the same thing. Oh, I love it. And really teach people how easy it is to replicate their favorite restaurant dishes, whether they be Thai, Japanese, Korean, or Chinese, in their own homes. But my next cookbook is coming out spring 2021, which will be infused with infused with global flavors. Oh, how wonderful. Oh, my gosh. Well... Thank you. And today, actually, we're specifically talking about the keto diet, and that's been a diet trend for the past couple of years, so we're excited to get the latest information. And uh, I can't wait to discuss your cookbooks and everything else with you, but what can you eat on the keto diet? Well, the keto diet is definitely trendy. A lot of celebrities are doing it. Haley Berry is definitely known for it. She's a diabetic. And what makes this diet in particular so unique is that it's very, very high in fat. It's basically a high-fat diet, moderate protein, and very low carbohydrates. So what can you eat? Um, Well, first, let's talk about some of the no-nos. The no-nos basically include grains, pasta, rice, vegetables that grow underground because they have too much starch and carbohydrates, most fruits, juices, and sweets. What you can eat are a lot of very high-fat We stress healthy, high-fat foods. Like avocados. Correct. Did you know avocados are actually a fruit? Yeah, because it has a seed. Right, Uh, right, right. right. Exactly. Butters, oils, healthy fish, salmon is an excellent choice, mackerel. You can eat steak, sausage, beef, pepperoni. Um, The more vegetables, the better, of course. And you can eat some berries because they are very low in carbohydrates. For example, a half a cup of blueberries is approximately about four grams of carbohydrates. And so that's no sugar, obviously, with this as well, but that might kind of satisfy your appetite with having some berries. That's right. So yes, no sugar. And also we... They also recommend no milk because it has too many carbohydrates. But you could maybe put a splash of milk in your coffee, but um, heavy cream is Mm. okay. Okay, and um, this is a quick question. Men versus women, I don't know, you might be talking about that later on, but is there a 
percentage of who does better on keto? You know, I'm not really sure about that, but I do know that um, it can sometimes affect menstruation because uh, eliminating carbs can have an effect on adrenal glands. They can tax the adrenal glands, leading to a hormonal imbalance. Therefore, some women should maybe consume a bit more carbohydrates than men on this diet. Um, So how how do we start the keto diet? Well, um, essentially, you should really strive for about 70 to 75% high fat, 20 to 25% protein, so moderate protein, and just 5 to 10% carbohydrates. Mm. Now, a lot of people are, you know, shy away from the high fat concept. And in order to really achieve a state of ketosis, you really need to be eating a lot of high fat foods. So you shouldn't shy away from that. You know, you should be eating bacon, you should be cooking with butter, but also definitely balance that out with some healthier choices like fresh fish and lots of lots and lots of vegetables. Other things to bear in mind, though, when you start the keto diet, um, you should try not to be stressed out because when you're stressed out, your body produces cortisol, mm. and that can affect whether or not you get into ketosis. Another thing is to drink a lot of water because you need to stay hydrated because being on the keto diet is a diuretic, so you definitely need to be drinking lots of water and getting your electrolytes. So I'm I'm really interested, too, about we're going to talk about that when you get to a ketosis state, ketosis state. So uh, let me back up, though, a second. You've also talked about butter. Is there a type of butter that's specific to keto that you recommend? You know, I think that um, as long as it's natural butter, Mm -hmm. you're fine. Okay. Um, Can you drink alcohol on the keto diet? You actually can drink a limited amount of alcohol, and they recommend spirits over wine and beer because spirits like rum, vodka, gin, whiskey have zero carbohydrates, whereas wine and beer have carbohydrates, but they're empty carbohydrates because there's no nutrients. So, you know, skip the wine and beer and go for your vodka with soda. Yeah. But you'll probably have to maybe forego another serving of carbs earlier in the day if you know you're going to be imbibing later that night. Okay. Is it safe, the keto diet? You know, um, not a lot of long-term studies have been done, but most nutritionists seem to concur that doing it for a short period of time poses no health risks. Again, it depends on your body. When you start any diet, you should really consult your doctor. If you have a history of heart disease or high cholesterol, you may want to reconsider it because you're putting so much high fat into your body. But again, it has to do with the fact that it's a short-term solution. And that's true, I think, with anything. You think about it in a form of a season. Not everything's going to last forever, but maybe if you adopt some of those concepts in our lifestyles. Exactly. Um, So let's back up. What is ketosis? And um, we say, is it bad? But how how do you get to ketosis? Um, Well, you know, it's interesting interesting because it was originally designed as a therapeutic diet for um, epileptics to avoid seizures. But they don't really know why it... um, halts seizures, but it's it's effective. But the state of ketosis, basically, your body naturally burns carbohydrates as its preferred fuel source. In ketosis, your body enters a med- metabolic state where it's burning fat. The fat is broken into ketone bodies, and those ketone bodies become energy. Hmm. 
So it's almost like you're tricking your body into starvation and it starts burning your fat oh. versus glucose and carbohydrates. And so how will we feel that when we've hit ketosis? Is that something that you'll know off the bat? I don't think it's like, I'm in ketosis, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll know that you're um, in the induction phase, that you're feeling the effects because many times it can mimic having the flu mm. because your energy, when you're... Uh, deriving your energy from ketone bodies versus glucose, which is what your body's used to, you can feel sluggish and tired and fatigued, but that usually goes away after about two weeks. Okay. All right. That's good to know. And how many carbs do you get when, when you're on the keto diet? How yeah. So it's about, um, you're supposed to strive for about five to 10% of all your calories, which translates into about 20 to 50 grams a day. And we talked a little bit, I think in the beginning you were saying something like what, with the carbs, uh, no rice, no grains, no pasta, but what do carbs look like on the keto diet? Um, well, carbs from the keto diet look like um, alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. They look like <laughs> <laughs> uh, from protein. Okay. Additionally, from vegetables. And again, vegetables that are above ground. Mm -hmm. um, some of the fruits that we talked about. Um the sources of protein like fish and beef, you can have some chicken and plant-based proteins as well. Um, it's important not to eat too many proteins because it might kick you out of your ketosis state. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. heard that. Um, and I'm sure this varies for everybody, men, women, and just our body types. But is there an average amount of weight that you can lose on the keto diet? You know, there are a lot of anecdotal, anecdotal stories that talk about drastic, you know, weight loss um, but there was a study done in February 2017 in a metabolic um, publication that stated on average you can expect to lose about four pounds after being on the diet about six weeks. Wow. Okay, that's good. That's good incentive, huh? Yep. <laughs> um, what about, okay, we talked a little bit about berries for fruits. Are there any other, is that the only kind of fruit that is suggested? The only other fruit that is allowed like we discussed earlier, are avocados oh, yeah. also considered a fruit, right. along with coconuts. Oh, and coconuts. But otherwise, you really got to stick to the berries. But you know what's so delicious? You can have fresh berries with heavy cream mm. every night oh. for dinner, which, I mean, for dessert, which is pretty delicious. That sounds really good right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jeez, Chef Katie. <laughs> so what are the best um, snacks to eat? And, um, and when I ask you that, too, are we eating three courses or are we snacking all the way through? What does that look like? I think, you know, you need, just need to really listen to your body. Okay. So you should be eating balanced meals, but if you feel hungry, go ahead and snack, you know, as long as you're sort of adhering to the percentage breakdown. Um, nuts are an excellent I choice. I was just going to say that. Because yeah. they're a great source of protein. Um, they are fat, you know, natural, uh, good for you fats. Cashews tend to have a lot of carbohydrates, so they don't recommend um, cashews. Seeds are another uh, delicious option, as well as beef jerky. Mm. Um, avocados would mm. be great. Um, so those are the main snacks that I mo most of my friends that are on the keto diet tend to enjoy. Um, sometimes, what about like a hard-boiled egg? Does that fit? Yes, eggs are also a great um, solution because they're a healthy protein. Okay. All the, with the yolk and all. So. Correct. Okay. Got it. 
Um, and you can slather those eggs in butter and <laughs> high fat cheese. And it goes I know against everything. Yes, it's like, like it seems so wrong, but it's actually right on this <laughs> diet. <laughs> That's great. I, uh, my brother just did the keto diet and it's made a big difference. And I'm, I'm so this is great. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, so this is great information. And uh, we're going to have to take a quick break. We're going to be right back in just a minute. Don't go away. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And now back to our interview with Chef Katie Chin. And we're talking about the keto diet. Um, we, we have been talking about, you mentioned the flu. So that's called the keto flu. What, right. is, what is that about? Should we be concerned about since we're in flu season? <laughs> right. I mean, it's not um, actually the flu. Catching the flu. It's just that sometimes your body reacts as if it has the flu. Mm -hmm. It feels sluggish. It feels tired. You might feel a little confused. You might feel dizzy um, because, you, because of the lack of energy. Again, because your body's used to using carbohydrates that have been broken down as the energy source. So when you know, your body switches to this fat burning mode, mm -hmm. you, again, your body thinks it's starving, but the energy derived from the ketones that are created, that are turned into an energy source, um, you don't feel as much energy, at least in the beginning. It takes a couple of weeks for your body to adjust. So it's really like a one-time feeling until your body adjusts, as you say. Like Absolutely. Okay. And I think it also can do with the fact that people are, they just can't believe they get to eat all this fat. So, you know, right. they're maybe not eating as much as they should. Okay. But I think once they get on track with that, they'll feel better. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, will the keto diet give, or does it cause kidney stones? Um, you know what? There's a possibility that it could cause kidney, kidney, excuse me, kidney stones. Anytime you go on a very, very low carbohydrate diet, high protein diet, there's a risk of getting kidney stones, especially if you're not drinking a lot of water. But this particular diet is moderately protein. It's not high, high protein. Um, I think the key is if you have a history of kidney stones in your family or you do personally, you should definitely discuss it with your doctor before you start the diet. Yeah, and that's really good advice at Sound. Um, we, you mentioned coming in and out of the diet earlier um, in the first segment. So is there an optimal schedule for the keto diet? Well, from what I've read and what I understand is the key is to not stay on the diet too long. Okay. I think the maximum amount of time you should stay on the keto diet is about 12 weeks. Mm. If you stay on the diet longer than that, you run the risk of high cholesterol and particularly heart disease, especially if you are a candidate for heart disease. Okay, that's really good advice. 
Um, and then when you come off, how, what does your diet look like? When you come off any diet, you mm-hmm. shouldn't do it, you know, you shouldn't go back to your way. Like, it's like a rebound boyfriend. <laughs> you know it's wrong. Right. You know it's bad. Yep. However, right. um, I think you should gradually ease into incorporating some complex carbohydrates back into your diet, like grains, like brown rice, incorporating some uh, additional fruits into your diet, eating lean protein, of course, continuing on that track, um, but then lowering the fat intake. So, um, which is great too, and and you know, I'd be scared. Your your body would probably feel that though. All of a sudden, if you're having introducing the complex carbs back in. Does your body instantly go, oh, wait, I haven't had this in 12 weeks? Yeah, I think, um, again, it's all about gradually entering them back into your diet in a healthy way so that you're just, you know, on a well-balanced, healthy diet. I think a lot of people do keto and paleo and those types of diets to just, like, jumpstart, lose a few pounds, feel good again, and then just get back on a track with a reasonable, balanced, healthy diet. And I think that was kind of my next question. So you'll know kind of when to start up again, when your body tells you like, well, that was a good jump start. I'm off now. Let me go back on again. Or is there a... Right. I mean, I think it's um, a very personal journey that you go on on a keto diet because some people stay on it the full 12 weeks. Some people might after six to eight weeks go, you know what? I just lost two pounds. I feel awesome. I think I'm just going to go back to a well-balanced diet and see if I can maintain the weight loss. Okay, that's good. Um, Earlier, we talked about specifically women doing the keto, and you you said it might affect our periods, menstrual cycles, Um, hormone levels. Is there anything else that that women should be concerned about? I think it's mainly the fact that um, it may cause a hormonal imbalance. So in addition to irregular or missed periods, we all know as women what an irregular hormonal phase feels like, doesn't feel great. (laughs) So again, listen to your body um, and then maybe increase your intake a bit. So you're allowed 20 to 50 grams. So maybe as a woman, if you're feeling off balance, you can go up to the full 50 grams. Okay. Um, And then what about, is the keto diet safe for kids? You know, it is not recommended for kids because kids really need carbohydrates for their well-being their personal, professional, uh, not professional. Kids aren't professional. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them their, are. <laughs> their emotional, yeah. academic development. Mm. So it is not recommended. For kids. Mm-hmm. Um, what about pregnant women? Um, also, there hasn't been a lot of research done in this area, but it is also not recommended for pregnant women because the energy source for the fetus in a woman's womb is glucose. And when you reduce carbohydrate intake dramatically, the glucose level goes down dramatically. So babies really need glucose as a form of energy to thrive, to grow, and be a healthy baby. So that's good advice um, right there. And, and, you know, pregnant women, we're going to gain weight anyway, right? Well, so exactly. we shouldn't be thinking about it. Exactly. Diet. Eat the cupcake. Life is short. <laughs> that's you know the what time I mean? To do exactly. It, right? <laughs> um, so when people talk about fasting when they're on the keto diet, will we be hungry a lot? I think you can definitely be satiated because you're, you get to eat quite a bit of fat, which is quite satiating and as people, well as protein. Yeah, it just goes against the norm. So we're, we haven't been eating all this fat and all of a sudden, yeah. I think it's just a matter of um, making the switch in your brain mm-hmm. that it's okay 
I'm sure that if you're reluctant, you will be very hungry. Mm-hmm. But like any diet, um, this one's you know relatively extreme compared to some other diets. You just have to really follow the guidelines. So kind of leading into my next question, compared to other diets, how does the diet, uh, keto diet c- compare to the, um, your experiences and then also the, your outcome? You know, I think that, again, a lot of this is anecdotal, but the general feeling is that you can lose weight pretty quickly compared to some other diets. And also, um, you don't feel as deprived because you get to eat things that you never in a million years thought you'd be able to eat on a diet like bacon, you know, all within reason. Right. Everything in moderation. What about, um, so Atkins, which I think is heavy in protein. I'm not mistaken. They're very similar, but Atkins um, is heavier in protein and allows you a bit more carbohydrates. But again, I think the key difference that people feel is that you lose weight more quickly. And uh, what about Mediterranean? Uh, Mediterranean diet, you know, that's um, a very balanced diet, but it definitely uh, allows you more complex carbohydrates oh, and very okay. more lean proteins, you know, fish chicken, not heavy, you know, steaks and sausages and bacon. Right, right. Um, so how, you mentioned this a little bit, but does the keto diet affect our cholesterol level? Um, you know, it's interesting. When you lose weight, uh, your body tends to um, have improved lipid levels, which is good. However, again, if you stay on the diet too long, you run the risk of high cholesterol. Mm you run the risk of heart disease, especially if you're already a candidate. If you are a candidate for heart disease, you definitely have to go to the doctor if you're gonna start this diet. Um, Not a lot of conclusive research, again, in this area, but it's all about short-term versus long-term. And how uh, how does the keto diet fit into things uh, through cooking? And I know you've written a couple of cookbooks. Um, So let's take the Asian plate or meals. What does that look like in the keto world? Well, you know, we know the Asian diet is a rice-based diet, so you're going to have to like cut out all rice, rice. <laughs> but that's okay, right? Um, and you have to cut out quinoa too, because although that is not a grain, it's a plant, it still has too many carbs. But I think that um, Asian food is a great resource for keto diets because of stir fries. Mm-hmm. You can easily saute your delicious aromatics like ginger and garlic onions with your favorite above ground vegetables. Remember everything above above ground ground. Um, and make a delicious stir fry. Just throw in, you know, some soy sauce and that's a very simple, easy meal. And the great thing is you can probably eat as much as you could probably have four servings of that because it's healthy. Because it's mostly the veggies. It's mostly veggies. Exactly. And you can throw in lean proteins as well. Hmm. So um, let's when you're balancing your keto, and I think this happens to a lot of people, no matter what diet they're following, once they start to lose the weight, then they become more active. So um, what about exercise? How does that fit into the keto lifestyle? You know, I think with any healthy lifestyle, exercise is key. So right. it's definitely recommended on the keto diet. Yeah, depending on what, what you prefer. Um, so I think you mentioned about the, um, the percentage of protein which would be the highest on the keto. And um, so what, what, how much protein is that? Um, actually, it's 20 to 25% yeah. protein. It's about um, 0.6 grams of protein for every pound on a human. So if you 
you know, weighed about 150 pounds, that would be about 110 grams of protein a day. So it's less than Atkins, but it's, you know, enough for you to feel full and satisfied. And um, is the keto diet, is it beneficial for people with type 2 diabetes? You know, um, it's interesting because the American Diabetes Association doesn't recommend one diet over another diet. Mm. And the research that I've done, um, some say that it can be very beneficial because it can really um, maintain good blood sugar levels and can also really maintain glucose levels. On the other hand, other researchers and nutritionists say it's not good. Mm. Um, but I have a close friend that is a diabetic, and his doctor said to definitely go on the keto diet, and it has helped him mm-hmm. significantly. So again, if you're a diabetic, first thing you do is ask your doctor, mm-hmm. because I think it's a case-by-case basis as well. Yeah, I, I would imagine that. So um, what, are, what do you think are the best-tasting foods on the keto diet, and what are some of your favorites? Well, you know, I'm a big fan of bacon, so anything bacon, (laughs) but you also don't want to go crazy eating bacon. And I do love butter, even though I grew up in a Chinese household and we didn't really cook with much butter. So again, it's like giving yourself permission to sort of experiment with all the delicious recipes that are on dietdoctor.com, for example. Mm -hmm. But I just love a really clean piece of salmon. Mm. I love to just, you know, you can grill it. You can marinate it as long as you're using okay ingredients. Healthy vegetables, you can eat pretty much all that you want. But my favorite thing is always looking forward to the berries and the cream. Oh, that's so, I know. I'm still thinking about that from when you first mentioned that. Yeah. What about um, salads, salad dressings, cheese? Can you have cheese on the keto diet? You can have cheese. You want to steer towards high-fat cheeses. You know, the drier the cheese, the less the fat, the creamier the cheese. So always more think cream. the fat, exactly. Okay. Now, we know that salad dressings are notoriously filled with sugar. Yeah. So you've got to, you, you have to make your own salad dressings or just stick with something pretty simple like oil and vinegar. I bet you have some good salad dressings in some of your cookbooks. Yes, I do. I do. Um, and again, I think that really experimenting with flavors that don't have a lot of sugar, because you can find a lot of great alternatives using bright citrus, mm. for example, vinegar, citrus, and there's, you know, substitutes for sugar in the keto diet. Um, along that same um, line, therefore, what are some other substitutes for some of the carbs that we're not supposed to have? Or some of the, um, what did he say, rice and potatoes or the things that we can't have? So what are substitutes in that? Well, you can definitely go to mother's markets uh-huh. because there are um, definitely products that are keto stamped that are, you know, zero carbohydrates, um, but they make it easy for you. Yeah, it's right? stamped, don't right? So you don't have <laughs> right. to really, f- you know, have to buy the almond flour to make the fake bread oh, <laughs> that doesn't my have gosh, carbohydrates. Right. I just say, go to a store like Mother's Markets, go to the, you know, keto-friendly section, um, because there are a lot of options and alternatives. Um, can you want to talk about your next book that you uh, are just, you said 2021, I think. Is that right? Spring 2021. It's um, going to be a cookbook infused with global flavors, I'm which I'm so excited about because I feel like everybody's ready for learning how yeah. to easily 
integrate global flavors into all of their everyday recipes, whether it's turning um, a deviled egg into a Nisoise deviled egg, which would be totally fine on the keto diet, by the way, because it's eggs and vegetables, right? Mm. Um, To putting a Thai spin on a pizza, which Mm. would obviously be a no-no. However, why don't you just turn that into a Thai pizza with a cauliflower crust? Okay, that's the new trend too right now. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's so many... Uh, plant-based options out there. So I included a lot of plant-based options in the cookbook, for mm-hmm. example, uh, like a Penang uh, curry meatball using Beyond Beef mm-hmm. instead of actual beef. So that's been really fun to experiment with some options like that. Of course, not okay for the keto diet. Yeah, you right. know, Or for example, I have a orange chicken, except for not chicken. It's actually tofu. Oh. That's actually uh, flash fried in cornstarch with an orange glaze that tastes just like orange chicken. So I think that's going to be real popular. That sounds really good too right now. But (laughs) with that orange glaze, is there a sugar-free option for the orange glaze for keto? I think you could definitely use a sugar substitute and replicate that recipe. So I think I should um, think about that, you know, (laughs) creating a uh, series of blog posts, specifically uh, adapting some of my recipes and making them keto-friendly. What is your blog so that I can peek at that and get all my new recipes from you? (laughs) It's chefkatiechin.com. Okay, perfect. Yep. In fact, I'm going to just remind you once again, this has been so fun. Thank you, Thank you. Some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, it is chefkatiechin, C-H-I-N.com. So we look forward to having you on again for your next visit. Thank you so much. If you want to learn more health information, check out Mother's in-store guest speakers at mothersmarket.com. All seminars start at 6.30, and please be sure to go online to our events page and reserve your spot. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. 